Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Energy News Beat Podcast. My name is Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. We got some serious energy problems in the United States. There's a couple of other ways that we can save it. We can either lower the price of energy or we can have a little bit of better management and actually reduce what we use. And better yet, how do you know if you're even using, uh, what, how do you reduce what you don't know? I've got a special guest here. I've got Ralph Rodriguez, and he is over at Le uh, Legend Energy Advisors, and we've been chit-chatting a little bit of uh, inside baseball about Ralph. Ralph and I have been beating each other up on LinkedIn, and that's how we met. I want to give a shout out to LinkedIn and uh, Ralph for putting up with me on LinkedIn because we've had fun poking at each other. And we've also been talking uh, about his black belt in uh, jujitsu, and uh, that's my Texas Oklahoma accent coming out. <laughs> and uh, we have had an absolute blast uh, talking about my black belt in taekwondo and how badly I got beat up. Well, Ralph, thank you for stopping by the podcast. And Stu, thanks so much for having me. I sincerely appreciate the opportunity and. And I uh, look forward to having this discussion. Hopefully, uh, you hey, hopefully you won't beat me up with your Taekwondo over the, the, uh, the airways here. Oh, I got so beat up. You know, uh, we never had any discipline problems in my house because my son and my daughter both just went ballistic on it. Um, and my son, when he hit 16, just would beat the snot and I would crack when I got out of bed the next morning and my wife would <laughs> lean over and she goes, he beats you up again, didn't he? And I, yeah, he did. So I, my son, if you're listening, oh, you know how to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of disgusting that, that the older you get, you sometimes the, the stories of how you hurt or how you got hurt don't really, uh, they're not as exciting. You know, it's kind of like, Hey, I rolled out of bed this morning. You know what I mean? And somehow I ended up with a crick in my neck, you know? Oh yeah. And you I know, yeah, you and I were talking about being married, uh, and I've been married 37 years and, uh, I belovingly, she has got a, uh, 37 years. And one of those was a good year, but you also had a few things, uh, about being married. Men understand this, but we also don't understand turning the lights out. Uh, Ralph, and we're sitting here and you tell us a little bit about what you do, because you got a weird company that is really involved in all types of energy. Tell us what you got going on over there. Yeah. So so interestingly enough, Legend Energy Advisors, uh, founder and CEO Dan Crosby uh, used to work for, you know, he used to manage national accounts, actually, for one of the largest uh, brokerage houses in the country. And he, he had challenges, you know, he would he'd talk to people, you know, his clients and they'd reach out to him and they'd say, man, my bill, you know, it's like twice as much as it was, uh, you know, the, the month before what happened. And he'd look at him and say, well, you use twice as much energy. And, you know, obviously they were like not satisfied with that answer. And neither was Dan. He, he really struggled with that and later decided that, you know, that space was really challenging because those people are not really there to help them understand how they're using or metabolizing energy. Right. And so uh, it's, it, it was an, you know, an interesting transition for him because uh, he, he wanted to, to really kind of help them 
uh, understand how they were using that energy. And the only way to do that is by having uh, complete transparency in the wholesale energy markets, uh, you know, to, to and understanding how they're using that energy. Right. And and so when you get your bill and you don't realize that two dollars was your hot water heater and then, you know, or a dollar ninety five and then all of a sudden in Texas, was it two years ago, the thousand dollars a kilowatt hour or whatever it was? Yeah, it's, it, it that's was like, insane. It's insane. Right. I mean, the the mark. I mean, whenever those challenges come, there's people that still got to keep cranking their businesses and so yep. some people are taking advantage of that. And it's the ones that are actively participating uh, in the energy markets. And they can really only do that uh, by, you know, by operating in, in real time, you know. And so so we've had so, some clients, actually, which was interestingly enough that you mentioned that we have a we had a mining client uh, in, in Texas that was one of the it was the only operational mine during that time and literally <laughs> made millions of dollars just in a couple of days. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you put that one by your wife? Uh, hello, honey. Our, our bill went to, you know, $20,000. Oops. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> both, both you and I would get our head uh, shoveled to the back of the head so hard our eyeballs would fall out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When we sit back and take a look, your software uh, that you have to balance out and track the information. We were talking about data. And as a CEO, if you're trying to run a company and you got to look out for labor and energy are some of your biggest costs that you have to try to manage as a, you know, type of a business owner. So what can you guys do as far as what are your thoughts on how to you don't know what you're going to save if you don't know what you how to do it. I mean, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you don't know what it's like that old question. You don't know what you don't know. So it's like, you know, <laughs> but but then you have to convince somebody to take the step to try to understand what you don't know. And sometimes bridging that gap is really challenging, right? But but the key is really an understanding that there's three components that when they work together really make the ability for decision makers to understand how they're using energy and how to how to uh, improve efficiency. Because really, at the end of the day, whether you're trying to save the environment or whether your goal is to save money, right. efficiency is really the driver for both of those items, right? So, right. so the key is in those three components is is having a um, you know an advisor that does market intelligence that understands and has the highest level market intelligence but can apply that with the type of analytics platform like, like our legend analytics platform, which aggregates and, you know, and extrapolates the data seamlessly. Uh, and, and it's actually auditable data, but then also understanding the infrastructure component, because when you work all those three things together, you can optimize, you know, the efficiency and it just really improves how you're operating as a business. And, and, you know, we're doing some really, really interesting things where we're helping people in some ways that are really, really significant. Give us a few examples. Yeah. So so uh, <laughs> one of our clients in New York City is a 60 story building. And, you know, we started implementing our, our platform and and, yep. and some of our technology and, and, and the expertise within our organization, because those three silos actually have different people. That had oh, those. Yes. And so their ability to dynamically work together 
to, to kind of integrate those solutions to understand has really improved efficiency in ways that are like incredible. I mean, that building is, is some 30%, you know, they spend some 30% less um, on their energy bills than they did previously. And one of the cool things is, is because, because we do real-time analytics is, is they're able to actually have a real-time or their clients are, ha- are able to have a real-time carbon footprint. Uh, wow their product, which is something that's really different. I mean, we do that in hotels too, where, where a client, you know, when, when they're on their way out, you know, they can get their statement and it gives them the carbon footprint right there, which is something that's really different. Oh man, that is extremely different. Um, And when you sit back and kind of think as a CEO, you're responsible to your investors and your stakeholders. And you're sitting here and you've got new things coming around the corner. If you don't have auditable information, you could be like in trouble. And that's one of the things that bothers me about the tax, the, excuse me, the carbon ta- uh, tax regulata- regulatory issues coming around the corner is you, you almost have to look at your data as a defense shield. Because if you don't have the data, it's kind of like the IRS showing up at your doorstep. You almost have to prove that you're innocent. Yeah. So take it one step further. And, and I can tell you that that we've had experience because we engage with really, you know, a lot of energy intense businesses across almost every sector, including right. oil and gas, by the way. I mean, some of our clients are some of the largest oil and gas companies in North America. And, and we can tell you specifically that there's a significant amount of of overreporting and underreporting and so that's really you know by virtue of of using like excel spreadsheets to, to you know to you know input your data and and it just requires manpower and it's prone to error and in the age of ai it's like man you, you really got to advance you know to the next level and so you know i i feel fortunate that I'm a part of Legend Energy Advisors because you know our, our founder and CEO is is really and truly a visionary. I mean, he's oh, so far ahead of, of every you know in his thought process and and the solutions and you know it makes it easy for me you know as a business development sales type yep. person when you have a, a product and services that are solving real world problems, man, yep. there, there's no better feeling than that. It's it's an easy sale. The hardest part for me. It's just yep. getting the meetings, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. It's all about thought leadership and uh, people want to buy from somebody that they want, they know and that you're not trying to sell them a bit, bill of goods. But when you're trying to save them money and protect them from the government, as far as the carbon taxes that are coming on and everything else, that's really not selling. That's saving your clients. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it really is. And, and a lot of people don't really understand. I mean, there's... There's some, or they haven't really resonated with the idea yet, but like local law 97 in New York, you know, yep. that law is actually, I mean, they're, it's, it, you know, it's coming. And so there's significant penalties for your carbon footprint, you know, like, it, you know, for your reporting initiatives and whatnot. If you're not reducing those carbon footprints, you're going to pay. And so the question is, is do you go ahead and suck it up and try to pay earlier and start developing some strategies to improve your efficiency? Or do you wait until the penalties come down the pike and then everybody's already jammed up and doesn't really have enough time to, you know, to contend with with you because they're busy. 
you know? So, you know, those are kind of like the, uh, you know, it's, it's some challenging times coming ahead, but New York's in for a, a rude awakening. Vancouver is too. What's going on there? Same, same type of initiative for Vancouver. And, and, and I promise you it's coming to, to a, uh, a city near you. So, you know, us in Dallas, you know, it's, it's, it's coming to Dallas too. I mean, it may be later than, you know, the others, but, but it's definitely coming. We need to be prepared for it. Oh my goodness. I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's really, really important to engage yep. in the discussions, even if you're not making a decision, find that the highest like that. people in those industries and engage with them and start having those difficult discussions so that you can figure out what your pathway is forward. Right. You know, uh, Ralph and I, I appreciate exactly what you just said, because the discussion on uh, my end is talking to people around the world and we're talking about the energy crisis. And that's why when you and I were chit-chatting about this, very rarely does anybody talk about how do you save energy? How do you actually do those? And it, it, it's kind of refreshing. And uh, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put this as a t-shirt. I think you and I need to like get this t-shirt out there. Do we need to collaborate together? Yeah. We, yeah, we got to get a t-shirt out there that says, does my carbon footprint make my ass look big? Because <laughs> I, I think we ought to do don't that. Tell your wife. Don't tell your wife. Don't, don't tell my wife. Cause you and I were chatting, you know, that the worst words as a husband that you could ever say is that you hear. Does this dress make me, me look fat? And you go, no, you're, you know, you're getting me. <laughs> so I can, I can tell you that I, you know, that during those times is when, is when my wife figures out that I'm really hard of hearing, you know, and, and so I'm starting oh, to yeah. time hearing at that point in time. And my attention span is shorter. So right. I think you get my drift. All right, Mr. Producer, uh, I'd love for you to mark down the time on this for our art department to come up with a T-shirt that says, does this carbon footprint make my ass look big? That is a T-shirt. I've just made that up Man, on this show. That's a, so. great, that's a great concept. I, <laughs> I'd, I'd wear it. I'd wear it all the time. I promise. <laughs> you know, there's so much. I'm sitting here thinking about this, Rob. We could sit there and you could have somebody and have the shade off of their backside, you know. And, and, you know oh, just, uh, yeah, oh, I man. mean, this, I'm going you like, You've already had these ideas to be brainstorming. No, no, I swear I haven't. I swear. That's why this is so funny is I can barely even keep my And speaking of the devil here, oh, my wife, funny. my wife is texting me on the phone. So I'm over here going. Yes. <laughs> that's so funny. That oh, is no. But, you know, as we sit here and we talk about this, uh, it's getting the word out there and, and and really doing what you're doing. I want to give you a shout out on what you're doing on LinkedIn. And I like your posts. I like your interactiveness on there. And that's what got us chit chatting. And you've even poked fun of me a few times. And I absolutely love it. I love anybody poking fun at me. I, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like, you're a dope or something. I can't remember what <laughs> it, it was. Absolutely a wonderful. I was like, all right. Uh, so, you know what? You got to be real, right? If you're not authentic, then then what's the purpose? You know. Oh, oh yeah, it, but it, it helps, and I, I think that that's part of society that we're not doing right now. 
And that is humor is amazing. And, and I, I appreciate what you're doing trying to educate people out there because your posts are very, very good. So everybody needs to follow Ralph Rodriguez, uh, L-E-E-D-A-P-O-M. Now, what does that mean? Because I'm over here going, that's a lot of initials behind your name there. Yeah, that's the lead um, operations and management certification. Okay. From the from the Green Building Institute. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so it's just a certification for lead. Uh, for lead buildings. And, you know, there's a lot of people that follow different frameworks, you know, okay. that, they, that they try to use to, to, uh, to improve uh, operationally and, and their, you know, sustainability initiatives. And that's one of them. I, I was, I was hoping that that was some way to make a husband sound, you know, listen to his wife a little more, but th- I'm glad it's, th- well, it's something like yeah, it's, it's not, but, but I tell you what, it sure does make me feel important. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad my wife is not standing over my shoulder. Yeah, I have too. done podcasts and she has come up behind me and I'm like, all I can see is this pan come in from behind my head. Whack. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I can, relate. I can relate. Out of the city, because this is a huge problem getting back to the the regulatory issues coming around the corner. I I've seen some horrific uh, regulations coming around the corner and I, I applaud your comment for our podcast listeners. When Ralph said that I, I my eyebrow, uh, my unibrow went up because I was absolutely like, wait a minute. If you don't start tracking it now, what happens when the fines come in? Holy smokes. That's yeah. frightening. Yeah. And you know, the truth is, is there, they're they're no joke. I mean, these are significant fines. And and I'll tell you, I mean, right now with this whole push on the green economy and the world's, you know, up in arms, you know, they're looking for capacity, these data center AI exploding. Right. The the, the need for energy density is so critical and and you know, carbon and capital pretty much have become inextricably linked. I mean, so so there's really nothing that you can do to get away from it. So knowing that there's a future uh, day of reckoning, for lack of a better term, you know, it makes sense that you investigate the options available to you before right. before they literally cripple your business. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know, it's going to happen, and there's going to be winners and losers, just like everything else. And I think the 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 companies that are being proactive, that are focusing on on their sustainability initiatives and their carbon footprint, is is critical. But but there's one other issue, and that is you know that the uh, reporting frameworks out there. I mean, it's like the wild west out there. You know, right. so I mean, there's a gazillion um, you know reporting frameworks, and so it, it's like what you know, what framework do I do? Well, you know what. That's the beauty of our platform and how our platform works is we don't really care. We're framework agnostic, you know, so like that, you know, so it just makes sense. And and you just want to, you know, you want to start somewhere. So many people are so hung up on what's the upfront investment and they get bogged down with the fear that the numbers are astronomical without even jumping in and doing any of the research, you know, or, or, or investigating, you know, the opportunities 
with the top level advisors out there, you know, so that's my take on that. Well, you know, um, always looking at a return on investment, I get hit up so many times on even LinkedIn or anything else for people trying to sell things to my company. And, and it's just brutal. In fact, I had Joan Rivers, I think she came up from the dead the other day and it just absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. I, I saw that and I thought to myself, man, what is this world coming to? And I, I was like, and, and Steve Reese, uh, I love Steve Reese. He's a true industry leader out there. And he's like, uh, I believe it was him and, and uh, Marilyn Monroe had been chasing him for years. LinkedIn has got to get some better controls on these uh, fake accounts coming in. These bots, I'm somebody bots, using, I think, right? They may be bots, you know, that are like, I mean, it's insane, really. I mean, I can't tell you how many that I get. Right. And, and it's just crazy. But I've never gotten Joan Rivers. So I think oh, I, that, I think that you're winning, you're taking the cake on this one, Stu. Oh, it was it was funny. I I, I had to bring my wife over and go, hey, Joan's alive, you know. And, <laughs> and I, I really got tickled at that. Now, back to AI, and when we sit here and think about AI, it drives me nuts, Ralph. When I sit here and I I know that I've used software packages, they they are gonna remain nameless. But then all of a sudden, in the last six months to a year, they've gone, we're AI. No, you're not. You're a glorified spreadsheet. You know, and I'm over here going, what is, so what are you saying to your clients when they ask that kind of a thing, right? Well, the thing is, is that, you know, the, the, um, the AI is really advancing the ability for these companies to really advance their techniques in a, in a way right. that's substantive. And so I can see where those platforms are making, you know, progress and they're using AI. And But I think we're just barely scratching the surface on it. You know, I mean, I think right. that the real learning and the real momentum of the AI programs is yet to come. The beauty is, is like, you know, with our legend analytics platform, just, you know, the shameless plug again, is that we developed that platform over the last six or seven years in some of the most tough environments that are out there. Right. And and so, you know, we've been, you know, dealing with developing that technology. um, And, and now with, you know, with the push on AI, we're on some iterations that are down the road already. So nice. that we, you know, and, and it's based on experience, right? I mean, the fact that, that we're in, you know, we're in automobile manufacturing plants, we're in poultry wow. processing plants, we're in, you know, mine, the mining industry. Did you say Holstein processing plants? No, poultry. 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 Oh, I thought you were like, like man. Plant, like chicken processing plants. And, and I mean, there's, We've got That's some cool. really interesting stories, you know, with with our platform and what that data does. Because when you can provide data to the people that are on the ground floor of those companies that are operating, right. those are the people that understand their business better than anybody, right? Isn't that great? So, so when they see the data, they can make adjustments that you wouldn't. I mean, we couldn't have even anticipated some of the things that they came up with. And it was no. all based on the data that came through. And really, that's all all because, you know, it's teaching you how to think through these different scenarios and, right. and you know, understand real-time analytics and 
and apply, you know, make, make those decisions that you make, you know, actionable and accountable. I like that. Actionable, accountable, and auditable. Uh, Man, that's like a lot of like, that's a lot of A's, isn't it? It is. Uh, that's what my that's wife front, calls me. Hey, that's the front of the t-shirt. Dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, that T-shirt is, I'm just, you know, you shouldn't have mentioned T-shirt again, because just like a squirrel, squirrel, I got another couple, about four more T-shirts on this. We're going to open up a merch shop. So because it came on this podcast, we're going to have to cut you in on some of the merch sales that come Man. out of this T-shirt. What I'll be think? an evangelist. For, I'll be an evangelist for it. I promise you. <laughs> we'll sell a bunch of them. <laughs> that is a funny T-shirt line. I, yeah, I'm serious. I that's going to be part of the headline of this podcast. I love I, it. I think it should be. So what advice do you have for folks that are actually sitting here looking at, at a crisis? And let me, let me back this up for just one other question here. Governor Holcomb just put out a notice two months ago saying that the New York is going to increase their power by 20% this year. And then the bills are going to be increased 20% next year. And within three to four years, it's going to go to 100% more than that. So not only is the car, the carbon footprint, does this carbon footprint make my butt look big? I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I got to get that <laughs> line in there again. We're going to have so much fun. And then when you take a look at the fact that that carbon footprint is going to make your butt look big. It's also going to have a lot of your cost for the energy is coming up. We're also having blackouts starting to roll through. So I'm asking this from a technical standpoint on a, as a grid operator, the grid operators have to keep up a, a balanced load and they have to have the balancing authorities throw it between you know, the renewables, especially up in New York or those other areas. And they have to say, hey, I got a base load here. I got to have these things spinning up. At what level do the car plants or the other big plants that you have start communicating with the power grid, you know, going both ways and saying, this is the load that I have now going this way to help those poor balancing authorities sit there and try to balance that out. Does that make sense? Because now we're talking serious AI coming yeah. back and forth, pre-planning the load would make a big difference to that grid operator because now we're sitting here and there are announcements all around the world. The UK this morning put out that the get ready for gigantic amounts of uh, power outages. Our uh, grid uh, facility in the US, the FERC has already put out and said, oh, by the way, rut row, we're going to have blackouts because of the grid management and and hooking things to the grid that, that shouldn't have. But sh would that be a great play for your software to in, invest or a, a forward path? Because if you think about a plant, and am I thinking about that right? Yeah, you are, because... Because here's here's the thing. Everything is advancing so fast in the energy right. space, right? And particularly, you know, I know that we had a discussion previously about we're involved in the data center space a lot. Right. Starting that, we, we did two podcasts recently. I'll give a shout out to the data center frontier uh, and also nice. data center hawk with both of those two where they had asked us to do a podcast and our CEO and founder, you know, those companies actually 
asked us to do the podcast, asked our CEO and founder to get on there and kind of explain some of the difficulties from the constraint side and power, you know, stranded power, et cetera, et cetera. And we're getting, I mean, we're literally getting phone calls every day on, on trying to improve and, and collaborate to help them stay ahead of the curve. And I think ultimately what you're talking about is leveraging the technology in a way where where you can manage, you know, the energy dynamically and right. your ability to to kind of control, you know, the different aspects, the infrastructure, you know, where the, you know, and then even even across grid from grid to grid, you know, and so oh. those things are coming. And I think you, now you're starting to get the smartest people, you know, on the planet that that understand energy way, way better than I do. They're, they're focused on trying to solve those pieces of the puzzle. But one element that's critical yep. and it's always going to be critical is real time energy analytics. And so if you're not really understanding in granularity how you're using that energy, you you're not going to end in real time. You're not going to be able to effectively, you know, provide the correct information that you need uh, an active participant in the energy market. That's nuts. I mean, that's a big deal because at the end of the day, energy density is, is king, you know, exactly with all these energy intense businesses, you know, it's just, it's, it's critical. So people need to be focused on it. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Alex Epstein, who I've interviewed twice, he said uh, there is no advanced country that didn't get here without fossil fuels and energy density. You just nailed it there. And Germany, who is how the Germany goes in their economy, goes the EU and they're in trouble because of their energy density. They went to the the wind and that natural gas they got into war over, you know, and the Nord Stream pipeline with Russia is now gone. BMW or uh, Volkswagen shut their uh, plant down, the oldest steel mill in Europe closed down. Uh, BASF has moved to China. They close their fertilizer plants down. Countries die because of not having the energy density. So if you don't understand, if you don't understand the energy density, you're going to die. I I guess we can put the fear that could be a T-shirt for your company. Man, like we got all kinds of T-shirts, like like ideas coming. We're going to be we're going to be T-shirt T-shirt. Uh, tycoon yeah. or like forget this energy stuff let's go oh yeah business, you, know? Uh, you know let's get your ceo on here and then that way we can you can get him on here for a fun podcast we oh, can't let those data center guys get all the fun with your ceo we got we're going to be more fun than the ceo yeah, let's do it i mean he's he's all over it i mean this you know he's he's exceptional i mean really he's oh. like the next level of podcaster i mean if you ever watch any of his the podcast that he's done his level of knowledge is like exceptional and his okay. ability to have the foresight to be able to like know hey these are the things that are happening these are the things that we got to do he's all over it so well i this will be fabulous um you know you and i uh this was almost a, a personal but i it was a great energy discussion and, and uh so we got about one more minute here, Ralph. What is coming around the corner for you? What do you see for Q4? So, so right now, what's really ramping up is, is um, you know, the data center space, the commercial real estate space because of the local law 97. So, you know, smart metering 
is really important, but there's a lot of out of the box, you know, solutions that, that really are not going to solve people's problems. So, so it's, it's tricky, you know, I mean, those shelf technologies, they really, uh, you know, they, they don't operate as efficiently as they should. And so, so you really need somebody that's like crossing over those silos that we were talking about, you know, so that they can integrate the strategy and help you really minimize your footprint. And that's what we're doing across the board. And and that's the beauty is, is we didn't create a software for, for a, for one factory or, or, you know, for a particular type of business, which a lot of these solutions, that's what they do. Our solution literally works in every single, you know, category across every sector. And, and it's really solving real world problems. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. How cool is that? And people can find you on uh, Ralph Rodriguez on LinkedIn. Uh, and, uh, we will have your contact information and your company's website out there, uh, all in the show notes. And I can't wait to visit with you and your CEO. I think that would be an absolute hoot Man, that'd unless, be awesome. we uh, unless he watches this and he realizes you're, he's going to fire you and me for having such a great conversation. I'm I don't not know. sure that it really matters because we're going to be t-shirt tycoons too. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter, man. Let's go. <laughs> Rock and roll. So for that, we've this has been the energy news beat uh, t-shirt. And at least uh, Ralph, it's not a wet t-shirt contest. Man. Yeah, oh. you wouldn't want to see mine. You do have the skinny filter on me, right? Now, right? Uh, oh, I, yeah, but you got the hair. For all our podcast listeners, he has a great looking set of hair. I got flesh colored. I'm a little bit thin on the, <laughs> on the skin up there. So with that, thank you for stopping by the Energy News Beat podcast. My name's Stu Turley, and I will see you real soon. Thank you. Thank you.